Welcome to Dwarf Fortress Roundtable, the podcast for all things dwarfy. Every couple weeks or so, your hosts gather to talk about our favorite game, Dwarf Fortress. So let's join your hosts, Roland. You smelled every single individual. Bolt. Tony. The world is dominated by necromancer towers. And Jonathan. What I used to do was dig straight into the side of the nearest hill as they present insightful, irreverent, and often incorrect analysis. And always remember, losing is fun. Welcome back, guys. It is January. It is the beginning of season four. Season four. It is. Beautiful spring weather, the dawn of a new year. What can you... Spring weather? (laughs) Well, it's spring where I am. The network picked us up for another season. Uh, We get, like, twice... The contracted amount that we did well, last I'm season. I'm thrilled so that the network renewed us, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Huge, yeah. huge yeah. end of the year nice. crunch talks with Apple to make sure that we could use the podcast name. Fortunately, that has come we're through. S- so here we are. We're slotted between Hell on Wheels and Real Housewives of Pick Hour. That's right. It's <laughs> wonderful. Yes. Really fortunate to have the spot that we've got. So thanks, everybody, for writing to Tim <laughs> Cook over the break. It really made, made a difference. <laughs> Uh, and our stream is live, so that's exciting. Very cool. Yeah, what are we looking at on our stream time? So I'm trying to remember now. We, uh, I mean, as I initially look at it, there's a room here with a bunch of gold statues in it that look like that QAnon guy that stormed the Capitol. I don't know what's going on in this room, so we'll probably need to get to the bottom of that to see what's happening with this bull man that they seem to be worshipping. And uh, I think that this was the world that... Um, that I'd rolled ancient times that was like so difficult. Like the minute that you touch down here, you instantly got wrecked. So we're mm-hmm. experimenting to see if there's a, if there's a non wreck path that we can take. And, uh, and I think that's as far as we've gotten here. And so far we have not been wrecked. So that's terrific. Um, pets seem to be the big problem for us here. Lots of cats, which needed um, soaping. And uh, <laughs> we've soaped a bunch of the cats now. And so we've got clean dwarves and a healthy cat population. I feel like this you know, sky's the limit for these guys. Do you guys use compressed saves for your dwarf fortress? Or are you no, traditional? Um, because sometimes when I try to reload an older save, it, it got corrupted or it doesn't work. So I never do that. Um, I'm, I'm not even sure why you would enable that because every time I enabled that, I had problems with. Cool. Um, and <laughs> we've got this character starving. Oh, dear. You, you really hate to see it. Starting great this year, huh? Starvation. No, no, it's a diet. It's a diet. It's fine. He's working on himself. Your dwarves need to lose weight. There's a Dwarf Fortress plugin called Fat Dwarf that I think runs by default. Yep. I'm always interested in that one. Uh, it's, it's, what's, it's hilarious. What's it supposed to do? Because, you see, your dwarfs can get fat. That's a real thing in Dwarf Fortress. And if you have too little to do for your dwarfs and they just sit around, drink and eat all day long, they get fat. And it's hilarious to watch because if you have a dwarf, like an entire fortress, and you let it sit for like a whole year, suddenly all your dwarves are fat. And the funny thing is this fat, fixed fat dwarfs or whatever it is called, there was a problem where a too fat dwarf would crash your game because it kept like bugging out the, (laughs) I think the numerals. Don't quote me on this. Okay. I could be wrong. But for some reason, the game kept glitching and crashing because your dwarves were too fat. So it, it like fixes your dwarves being too fat for the numeral system or something like that. <laughs> so when you say, don't quote me on this, do you mean that I can't use this in the, uh, in the podcast? Well, in the no, podcast, you, can, you can. Claim it's real. You can. <laughs> but uh, I, I can't guarantee you that. Y- no, actually, I can guarantee you that there will be at least one comment telling me, no, this is wrong. Uh, it's like this. And it's probably right because I pulled that out of my nose right now. Well, you know, that's how we learn. <laughs> so that's fine. I think that we covered last time or previous time. There's not a way to know how old a particular fortress is 
from inside that fortress, is there? Yeah, like when really. did I start Palace Golf? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is a cool you name. Is this my seventh it. season or ninth season that I've, or ninth year or seventh year that I'm in right now? <laughs> Playing this game. Yeah. Well, I. Oh, yeah. Well, in game years. So. Well, this is this one I feel particularly bullish on because not only is it called Palace Golf, it's actually on a golf. So that seems particularly auspicious. Okay. Great. So let's get to it. Um, how, how about you guys? What if, and I would also like to mention, I haven't touched this fort since the last time we recorded, but I've, I've played other ones, but I haven't touched this one, partly because I'm scared of the world and I need you guys to hold my hand while I play it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, partly just because I got busy doing other stuff, but uh, other forts. But um, yeah, that's that's the state of what we're seeing here. Uh, I, and, I, and I don't think we're in peril. As I recall, everything was pretty cool. So did you folks do anything interesting over the the break? Did you play any other games besides Dwarf Fortress? <laughs> any other games? You mean like cheating on my main spouse? No. <laughs> well, no. It's 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 you know the part of the part of the reason for the hiatus is to <laughs> to explore other avenues of entertainment, right? Yeah. Entertainment, yes. Um, I mean, I played a lot of Doom, old school Doom. All right, Doom. Okay. That works. Yes. How did that go? That's a different vibe. That is a way different vibe. Well, not really for okay. me. Uh, Doom was my first, you know, classic Doom and the source ports have been my passion before Dwarf Fortress. I've been playing it since Doom was released in the 93. You're talking so. the one that you can play on smart fridges. Like that Doom. Yeah, but you're not going to get a good experience with yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure you're not talking about one of the new whiz-bang no, CGI. Not like the reboots, yeah. not like 2016 Doom. We're talking uh, 1993, but the source ports with better graphics and better online and all that. But yeah. Got it. Mm, cool. It's just, there's, a, there's a really big community surrounding it. So I played a lot of Doom. I've got some friends that uh, that live around the country and we will, you know, every week or two spend a few hours on a Sunday evening uh, playing cooperative survival doom. It's, it's a lot of fun. All right. That sounds but I also cool. played quite a bit of Dwarf Fortress as well. Nice. I played Dwarf Fortress, obviously. Uh, I, I even streamed it, by the way. Check out my channel. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw you were you were hustling over the holiday. That was great. You and um, yes. Tekud. How do we pronounce that? I, I think that's... Correct. Is that the correct friend? It's not I, like I the D's are silent, where he's himself. like Ted or something, or Ted. Te. The artist <laughs> formerly known as Paranoid Metroid. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes. It took me a while to grasp that for a second. I was like, wait, what happened to that guy that was doing those? Did this drip it? Anyway, I'm slow, so I'll see myself out. Uh, yeah, I, I played uh, a bit of that. Um, we we are now, what, seven years, eight years in? I technically still have to play, but, you know, like the whole university thing is bogging me down and I basically can only play over the weekend, which is annoying. Um, but uh, what else did I play? Right. I found Dwarf Fortress in in the future, which uh, I'm not sure if I should name call a, like a modern game, but... It is Deep Rock Galactic, and it's pretty great because it also has dwarfs and it also has mining. But now, this time, you are the dwarf, and it's more like a first-person shooter in space. It's pretty cool. You know, I talked to my friend about it. She rolled her eyes at me like, why is every game that you play about dwarfs? <laughs> or, or like robots. And I'm like... Don't pink <laughs> shame me, lady. Yeah, Come exactly. On. I felt I felt betrayed in that moment. But uh, she is right. Uh, both are about dwarves and both have like some things going on. But this is space age technology. It's pretty cool. Check it out. It's not too too expensive. It's free uh, this month it's... if you're PS Plus, by the way. I wish. Well, it is. In no, the wait. US anyway. I think it is. Yeah. I think it actually is. <laughs> it is anyway. actually free. Um... I, I, I <laughs> obtained it freely. Legally and freely through the PlayStation Plus thing yesterday. So. That's 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 funny because another friend of mine actually obtained it the same way, but he can't play with us because it's uh, they have like a different server version, so he can't join our games. So he had to buy it, you know, again, like actually, on Steam, so he can join our games, which is 
Yeah, not great, but it's a nice co-op game, and it has dwarfs, and you can like customize your dwarf to look like the dwarfs in Dwarf Fortress, and it's pretty nice. I can I can tell you that. Yeah, that uh, that sounds like you guys have sort of fused your game playing over the holidays. So you're playing a Dwarf Fortress game that's like Doom, basically, in in a way. There's a lot of shooting and a lot of dwarfs and a lot of alcoholism because before every mission you have to drink because the beer is literally a buff um that's pretty nice yeah, yeah. what what's the game called again uh, deep rock galactic deep rock galactic yeah okay yeah so is it console only is there a, is there a steam version it is on steam i think there is a console version yes oh, i guess so if it's if there's a playstation plus so. Yeah, a lot of these though seem to also have the computerized versions, but I don't know about that one. I'll check it out. I've got an Xbox One, although I don't really game on it. It's more of an entertainment center. An Xbox One, yeah, and a bit of an antique. Yeah, it is, but it still works. So <laughs> well, you, you know, like I said, I use it mostly to stream Netflix and and YouTube. Yeah, XBMC. It's supposed to be really good. I remember that. Ah, you know what I think I've done here with my squads is I've told them to kill something they can't get to. And uh, I wonder if that's why they're starving to death and dying of thirst. Cancel orders. let's cancel that order and see if everybody is on the mend. Ah, look at that. They've sorted themselves out. Okay, well, duly noted. (laughs) Did not realize they would uh, take the order so literally. But anyway. So do you do any gaming besides Dwarf Fortress, Tony? I did a little bit. I played uh, City Skylines, that classic uh, <laughs> thrill ride game, and uh, <laughs> and then stepped it up one layer of, uh, I'm not sure, imagination, uh, Timberborn, which is a early access game where it's basically City Skylines, but with beavers. So... What? Yes. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, you play Yo. Beavers, which is kind of <laughs> oh cool, but God. man, you feel so bad when you screw up and all that's left is after the whole village has died <laughs> of starvation or thirst and there's just like a couple of children wandering around. Uh, you feel a little bad about that, but but it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's... It looks very nice. Oh my God. It, uh, you know, I've had a good time with it. It's early access, so uh, it plays really well, though, for an early access game, though. It seems pretty... Um, it seems pretty well thought out, and they're updating the heck out of it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I, I've gotten whatever I paid for worth out of it. It's pretty neat, and it looks really nice, and it plays on all of the different types of computers that I have, whether they be fruit-based or Seattle-based. It, it plays just fine. So, Timberborn, yeah. huh? Okay, I even cool. plan Linux. I don't know. But, yeah, real, uh, okay, real so- thrill rides uh, for me over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Those uh, super... Uh, super fast-paced city builders. So that's where I was. Dwarf Fortress Roundtable is brought to you in part by a grant from Adam Hudson, proprietor of the Muffin of Bells, the first tavern in the dwarven village of Iron Traded. Come celebrate your love of all things dwarfy with a pint of dwarven ale and a ritualistic dance performance on our 56-square-tile dance floor. Let's take a look at the Bay 12 Games report for January 1st. Good plan. Just a little bit of uh, interesting stuff that uh, that that I like Three Toes mission status statements. I enjoy the mushroom references. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so do you want to do you want to uh, give us a dramatic reading of that, Roland? Um, I would, but I already see that there are some words I will not be able to pronounce. So I, can you spare me the shame this time? And uh, Sure. Yeah, thank sure. you. <laughs> okay. You want to do it, Tony, or would you like me? I think I've got yes. it. The one with yes. the toady yes. one, his yes. giant frog yes. in the mission status. Congratulations yep. are due for the generous and everyone yes. else who is yes. soldiered amid the circumstances. It might seem like there's much progress, 
but you have shown you know what's going on beneath the surface, like a some word network that is <laughs> written. What is this word? Mycorrhizal my, my, my network, my I think, is the uh, pronunciation. Let's turn this into a lesson. Having to do with mycology. We're going yes. the word mycorrhiza means fungal root. To be more specific, mycorrhizae yep. are fungi or fungi that <laughs> have a Google symbiotic that? relationship with the roots of many plants. <laughs> the fungi, which are commonly form, which commonly form mycorrhizal relationships with plants, are ubiquitous in the soil. Ah. You know what, guys? There's a a great podcast about this from uh, Radio Lab called The Wood Wide Web, and it is absolutely fascinating. Yep. If you'd like to go it down is. this rabbit hole of mycology, beware! <laughs> and you got distracted. <laughs> well, of course, you can't learn a new word and then not know it's a cool word. Anyway, so that's what's happening. Things are all tied together. A fungus. The fungus web below is taken hold, and one by one, the interface screens are being colonized by more easily navigable versions of themselves. Soon, a great fruiting body will bloom, and its spores will land on everything, fulfilling our end of the bargain that you have so been charitable to accept. Congratulations to the generous. Thanks, Rito. Uh, and then it looks like uh, the, the financials are pretty stable, so that you always want to see. Uh, wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Nice. So it does sound a lot like uh, Three Toes, you know, a different version of the same Three Toe report that we've had for the last five or six months. Yeah, uh, we're so, we're working on it. Is the summary of that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, we're working on a little it. fancy words. And now we got, and now we're on to Legends mode. So hang on. So yeah, I yeah. think we're still up for my a- prediction of New Year's Day, twenty twenty two. Fell flat. So. Yeah, my prediction, I think, is still somewhere in the 2023 time frame. And I'll stand by that one. I'd say 2023. February 2023. That's when I think we're getting steam. I think we're getting it this no year. Way, man. I do. Uh, it would be so cool. Uh, I think we're going to have two more COVID variants before we get it. Should we talk about it in COVID variants? <laughs> yeah, variants I can't wait for like the new COVID variant of Decathlon to pop up, and uh, that would be great. Thank you very much. That's right. He's, at least he's not selling NFTs of all this. I'm, uh, I'm NFTs. googling the Greek alphabet here. Um, <laughs> oh wow, we're, Omicron's quite a way down there, right? Yep. Cat- Really? There's been that many <laughs> variants. I know. We're almost out of. We're almost out of. It's like whenever the uh, whenever the National Hurricane Center runs out of hurricane names, and they go with uh, or they used to go with Greek letters. We're gonna have to stop using Greek letters for variants and go with hurricane names. That sounds fine. So the next variant will be called Phil, and we'll all hate it <laughs> because it's boring. Susan, but it just bores you yeah. to death. For some reason, the really apocalyptic variant will uh will will be the Omega variant. It's going to be the Janet variant is what it's going to be because we're going to have switched to names and no one's going to have seen it coming. Yeah, variant Nobody Janet. Nobody's afraid of Janet, not yet. Variant Hugo. Variant Hugo. Well, Hugo is a big hurricane. I remember that wrecked. Yeah, places. Hugo got me into the hospital. Hugo got Oh, you. no, what happened? <laughs> really? No. Oh. Not yet. <laughs> like, were you even alive when Hurricane Hugo happened? I think maybe no because that was a no. long time ago. Ah. Wow. Train right off the, the, the mine cart is right the off ca- the, the mine cart. The mine cart, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I looked it up. Hurricane <laughs> Hugo was uh, was 15 days back in 1989. So yeah. that was in the Well, okay, that was, that was slightly before me, but I was already existing on this planet, not just, you know, breathing on my own. Wonderful. Uh, well, that's a start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, Please. The Steam official announcement thread, uh, it is the one that talks about the the hyperlinking of the Legends mode from within Dwarf Fortress. So it uh, looks like it's a lot like a Legends mm. browser, but built in. Built into the so game. Cool. Is, that's pretty useful, because if I could look at this Forgotten Beast who... I mean, to his credit, is patiently waiting behind this locked door to get in. What a nice person. Well, I mean, you know, he could have kicked down the door, but he didn't. Um, so that's pretty sweet, actually. 
I think that's, that's actually first. really nice. Maybe we should, should we? That seems to be happening more lately. I had a forgotten beast in pick hour that showed up like in year one and I retired the fortress and it, uh, it, it, that same forgotten beast was still on the list and still just hanging out to himself and, and not going anywhere. I think that maybe he was in a cave that had no access to the rest of the fortress. What do you guys think? Should we send a, a squad up to, to yes. meet and greet? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, here they come. I'm sending them in. Send archers. <laughs> I don't have enough crossbows to throw. Look, here comes the, here comes everybody. It's going to be a great. This is going to be this is going to go really well. So everybody's just about coming up. Look at that. Looks like this guy's brought a well with him. I don't know why he's. Some of the tile set things are a bit funky because if you look, this guy's flashing and he's flashing a well. So I don't really understand. No, no, no. That, that, that's correct. Uh, how it should be. Um, what is the special attack of the Forgotten Beast? Well. Is it That's webs? great. Uh, oh, he's called puke of something. Let's see. Noxious secretions. Oh, this could be something I'd regret. Nah, oh. eh, probably well, not. let's just get on with it then, shall we? <laughs> Tekken says send one of every kind of soldier, which means send one of your regular Obviously. squads. Yeah. Obviously, Tekken. <clears throat> oh my no, god, this works. can you? No, no. Look, I've even unlocked it. Look, it's unlocked. He can come in and everybody's just chilling. All right, this is... This is we're, we're, taken this is unacceptable just because he's forgotten doesn't mean he's evil well we're fighting oh i see the blood there's a lot of blood here oh is he is he dead he's dead okay well then thanks guys that was easy uh check check on your dwarves to see what the effect of the noxious secretions was but i don't think you had any well i am more of a fan of schrodinger's noxious secretion which is it ain't a problem if you don't look uh, okay. <laughs> Look, a, oh, a come on! Look at this. What is this? A hill titan has what come. Another one. I just uh. a towering hairy ladybug. <laughs> oh, nice! It has a round shell and an austere look about it. Its olive hair is patchy. Beware its deadly spittle. This is the perfect moment where I want to remind everybody that ladybugs are not cute. They're carnivorous. And they're hunters. And okay? look, it's so it's coming keep for that in us mind. in a bubble bub for us. Bubble blubble blub. What is this thing? Bubble bub. Oh, look who's the, in. Look, the who, trees, look, at, yeah. look at the name of our outpost liaison here who's visiting. I don't know if you can see it, but it's Tekud. Ha! Huh. Really? How about that? Nice. He's found a way yeah, into the game. That is actually one of the possible names in the fortress. Like, this is a possible ah, name for dwarves. that's... Okay. Look uh, at that. Um, yeah. So that's fun. And look, there's also a bug bat, which is an animal I've never seen before. Um, so that's fun. Uh, okay, so should we should we send squads after the hill titan? You know, what do you yes. guys think? Is that is that going to go well? No. No. It'll be fine. It's a bug, though. 20 to 40% attrition rate is perfectly acceptable. Well, off we go. <laughs> okay. Look, you're, everybody's making fun of the poor squads that are mismatched, and I am assuming not particularly well-equipped, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> as long as you don't check, they're well-equipped. Look at, he just, this guy, this this hero, whoever this was... Vision Moses vision trades. He took him down. Damn, okay. All right, thanks, Moses. Thank you for your service, pal. After all, bugs are not that hardcore in this game. After all, Sad. this random, this random, I mean, he died for it, but at least he died in the rubbish pile, so we don't have to think about it. <laughs> ah, it's so cute. Yeah, it's dissolving my arms and legs. Adorable. Well, Thank you, all's well that ends well. So there we are. We've dispatched. Uh, oh, that was our miner. Oh. What are you going to do? So managed. So we've managed to dispatch two forgotten beasts and a hill titan. So that's cool. So take that, doubters of the mixed squad. Is that like a jab at me? Because that's not working. My military is perfect. Oh, well, as is mine. Um, how about bubble bubble blub? Do we have? Is there utility for it? Dense bubble. Um, bubble I mean, blub? It, 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 it's wood. Bubble bulb. Is it's, it? Can I cut wood, it down and build bubble bulbs? 
Oh, you mean that dense bubble bulb? No, that's a, that's a kind of shrub, uh, shrubbery. Um, but I assume that you can actually pick it and do something with it. It's not allowed. It doesn't seem to want to let me. Let's see. I nope. want to pick bubble mm. bulb. Let's pick some of this. You may have to put it in uh, a uh, in a gathering I zone. Did. Well, yeah, because I put it in the the plants. This is probably one that you have to. What's the difference between setting a gathering zone and using DP for designate pick plants? <laughs> Um, the difference is the time, because if you designate it, they go out and pick all, everything that you just designated once, then never again. But the gathering zone is a zone where they keep returning and Got picking it. things if they are in there. Thank you. Yes. Very no helpful. Oh, look, this guy is going to butcher up the forgotten beast. Yummy. When you use the designation for uh, for picking They'll take ladders out and pick fruit and things yeah, like that. That too. Yeah, yes. I think that the gathering zone is more of a plant, uh, uh, plant gathering, not so much fruit. Got it. You're not uh, picking apples they, they and, and pears and they do both. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do both. Well, we're going to in, in the in the gathering. Uh, they're a bit more aggressive. You know, they yeet out the entire plant. While in um, the zone, they only pick berries if the berries are actually there and not yeet the entire bush with its root and go like you know uh that 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 actually makes a lot of sense so if you're if you have apple trees or cherry trees or whatever better to use the gathering than the exactly yeah then have them clear cut the orchard each time because that's disruptive so any other comments about the new hyperlinked legends browser right pretty stoked about it we (laughs) honestly i am very interested in uh, how this works because if it works like the normal legends brother but you can access it from the fortress that would still mean you you have to like type in the name of the actual thing but it might actually be that you maybe even get to click on a person and then you get to see everything that happened to them which would be insane yeah imagine that you you click on a dude that comes into your tavern and you see his entire history that would be that would be really, really ah. cool. Boy, it'd make finding vampires a little easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, in a good in way. The link that is going to be in the show notes, it actually ha- tells it. It shows an example of that. You uh, you see something about Melville, and you click them, and then it shows everything about in another tab that particular uh, that particular historical figure. But you still aren't going to be able to get to it while a fortress is running it's still going to be its own mode oh. so it's going to have limited use in sussing out vampires unless you retire your fortress i see can i see how nice this iron hand tile set is i think this one's really good well, they're pretty nice yeah, yeah. yeah i think the, the sprites look, look really nice and uh it's bright because some of them i found the um oh it's like we've got troglodytes <laughs> in the fort troglodyte baby guess we'll have to go kill it yeah, some of them seem quite dark when you're looking at the screen. Like the color set, the color scheme is quite just quite dark, and I find it a little bit harder to see. So I love the brightness of this particular tile set. We do have a little bit of a starter pack news. It looks like that uh, just before our hiatus started, Paradexus Arant Starter Pack Revision Six was um, released. And I've been running still on uh, Revision 5, which was released back in, I think, July. But uh, of, in- of particular interest there is that they remove the MEF graphics due to attribution and copyright concerns. So oh dear, there seems to be some trickle-down effect from the uh, graphics situation. Yeah, I-, I was reading something about that either in the Bay 12 forums or the Reddits and I, no idea. I don't think anything's been disclosed about like what happened, which I assume is the result of somebody's lawyer saying we don't talk about what's going on here. So I guess as we don't really know what's going on, I wouldn't want to speculate on why that happened other than it was probably just somebody with good what? intentions grabbing assets that they didn't have copyright for and putting it in there, not thinking it meant it was any big deal. Um, and largely isn't. So I don't think there's anything malicious happening or anything like that. 
I guess it's all, that was my point. And whenever I say that, I'm, that's not me coming up with that. That's actually on the release notes of the starter of pack. It says remove meth graphics due to attribution copyright. Yeah. Concerns. Yeah. No, so, it's not that, uh, that wasn't, yeah, not, uh, not that I'm not taking it seriously. I, I guess I should context that because in the reddit they were like and meth stealing other people's stuff and i'm like i, I don't think that's what oh, this yeah, is yeah yeah no. yeah yeah yeah. No, uh, no. yeah i don't think we totally no. know what's going on i suspect that no, it could be something as as small as like the spider-man, the Spider-Man was there for, i mean you know, that's so, probably oh, it's cute it's a great homage yeah. you can have like a dwarf that looks like mario yeah. right I, I, that's but, it like i think that there was a if Yoshi. you're going to be commercializing something you exactly. can't have that I yeah guess. exactly so did pe need to pull it i don't know probably not but I probably not. Yeah. So but I suspect, which I am glad that he, I still have the graphics pack. I can just copy it over from, <laughs> from revision four, drop it right into the art section of, of revision five. And I'm sure it will. Be just yeah. Fine. And I, and I'm guessing though, that the corporation that backs PE's work, ha 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 is probably thinking, I don't <laughs> have time to deal with any potential cease and desist. So I'm going to proactively rip exactly, this out because yeah, yeah. what a hassle. Um, so yeah, it's kind of he did bummer. update Vetlinger's graphics pack to 1.6 as well. In Very this, cool. Uh, in I haven't release. visited that one for a while. Um, great. Well, may we not need them soon. Other starter pack news. It looks like uh, Ine's Linux LNP has been discontinued. It hadn't been updated for a while, but on the Dwarf Fortress wiki page, it actually says now that it is discontinued. Hmm. So hmm. the the version of if you're running Linux and you want to use a starter pack, uh, McCarkady's Linux Dwarf Pack is the option of choice, it seems. And isn't he um, the one? Unfortunately, it- I can't get that to run on, on Fedora. I've been I've pretty much changed from, from Ubuntu to Fedora. And it doesn't seem to, to, to want to run on there. I'm, and I've not spent the time to try to, to troubleshoot it out. Part of it, it may be because, is, is it a Deb? I don't think it's a Deb. But. <laughs> Anyway, I, uh, I I think one of those guys put it in a um, rambling. Somebody put it their starter pack on GitHub, and you can just basically pull the GitHub, and then you know effectively has a script that compiles it into a starter pack and goes and pulls down all the new pieces and bits and stuff like that. So for Linux, yeah, it works on Mac too. Questionably on Mac because it references a broken encryption or broken. It has a broken library for Seven Zip on on Mac or for zip on Mac. So it doesn't, doesn't zip it, but it pulls enough of it together. If you know what you're doing, you can pull out the starter pack, but I think it probably works properly on Linux. So that might be a way forward. Um, and on, on the Mac side of things, since we last podcasted, the, the Mac has a new hardware version of their quiz bang new processors and um, everything Dwarf Fortress runs really well under emulation and that without having to futz around with any settings. It just basically runs very quickly for emulated as well. Just in general, it's fast and good. So when you say under emulation, do you mean uh, like the the old Mac pack? So, it, so Dwarf Fortress is compiled for the Intel architecture and Mac has moved off of Intel to their own ARM chips. Right, and so right. the, in doing so, Apple created a, a virtualization, basically an emulation layer. So if it detects a, an Intel binary, it will still run it. It just, it just runs it in an emulation environment. And even running the Intel version under emulation uh, on the new ARM OS is faster than my, my now aging i9 CPU. Um, so that's pretty cool. Like they've, they've, yeah, so my question was, uh, you don't mean running uh, a Windows emulator? No, it, it's running the it's, native it's Mac version Rosetta under Stone Rosetta, or whatever they call exactly. It. I also tried yeah. to run um, the Paradexus Arant starter pack version under the um, Windows ARM emulator parallels, yep, and that parallels. did not work. It, um, I think TWBT was the source of the trouble there because when you turn that off it it worked um but then when you turned it on basically just glitched the screen out is there a vmware or a virtual box solution for uh for the for the m1 max yeah they've got uh parallels and and i think vmware but it basically it just runs the um arm version of windows in a 
in a, okay. in a window. But yeah, it, it, it was yeah. an utter failure. So I didn't spend too much time on it and just went back to. And if you can get, if you can get the, the Mac version to run on it anyway, then. Exactly. Then, then what's, exactly. And what's you know, it, if, if Tarn compiles the next client for Mac, then well, all is going to be great. Eventually it's going to have to be because if you're going to still support Mac, then you're going to have to compile it for the M1. Cause that's where they're going to be. Yeah, that's where and, they are. and hopefully somebody can get Tarn access to an ARM Mac somehow, some way, uh, so that we can have this. It seems like it would behoove every Mac user so to make sure he has that. Like, you know, they're, they're cheaper than the Intel platform, really. So. You, can get a, you can get an M1 Mac, one of those little Mac minis for like five or 600 bucks. It's not too bad. Or a very, very fast single core chip. Okay, I think that's all that I had for, uh, for the news. Anything else y'all want to cover for the news portion? I think we got it. All right. Let's move on now. Justin Lothamer, patron and manager of the Shrine of the Packs of Justifying, invites you to come meditate and praise your chosen deity. The Packs of Justifying is a non-denominational shrine with two musical instruments to accompany your dance of worship. All visitors are welcome. Okay, so let's talk about our fortresses. Have you, Tony, have you done any other fortress work except for the one that we're uh, playing uh, live? Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple. So, <laughs> anything interesting happening in your fortresses? Uh, I had an awesome one running really, really well, and then we had a mechanism failure on a drawbridge and an undead invasion, and somebody got through faster because I couldn't get the dwarves to close the stupid drawbridge quickly enough. So one of them, <laughs> one one of the scourge of uh, invaders, one, mind you. One wiped out 137 of my dwarves, so that was a bit of a downer. <laughs> Jesus, womp womp. Oh my! Yeah, he was <laughs> he was pretty wild, and then you know he was down like one shotting for forgotten beasts in the cavern. He was a he was a real champ. So what the hell? <laughs> Did you look him up in Legends mode because oh, that is unreal? Man, I so should have done that. Oh crap! Well, next time. You didn't kill the world, did you? No, I still have the world, but I don't remember the beast. But maybe I can figure it out, actually. I might go try to figure that I out. Just check your yeah. check your fortress. He should be in there because, you know, he attacked the fortress and killed a lot of people. So you should be, should be in there. Should I, I, should, I yeah. should go find yeah. that. I'll, um, uh, you know, the me. event probably even has a name. <laughs> it's called the Incompetence of The Incompetence of That's the name of it. It's called Failure. You know, Zombie Man Steve killed 206 dwarves in the slaughter binge. The culling. Uh, in, in Fortress mode, or sorry, in Legends mode, apparently whenever big events like that happen, they get named. The culling so, of the round table. The great, the great fire burn <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Oh, dear. How about you guys? Roland, did you have any have any fun fortressing? Oh my Anything god! Well, talk about? okay, several things, right? Uh, first of all, slightly bad news. As it seems, I might have accidentally retired my old world of Palm Torch. You know, the the one that I played for like oh! four hundred years. Oh no! Um, yeah, the one you you talked about that in the very first episode. Yeah, oh. uh, it's gone. I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I used to have it on the the older PC. It's not on my new one. It's not in my save files. I don't know where it is. I fear I deleted it. Sadness. Um, it is sad. However, it's not too sad because ultimately there was nothing to be done in the world anymore. I I had eradicated everything. There was no life form except for dwarves, except for like a goblin small island with like goblins on it. Uh, no, not goblins. Um, the small ones. Um, Elves? Kobolds. Kobolds. Oh. Um, and I ignored them because I found it hilarious. But uh, No Forgotten Beasts, uh, I breached hell like six times, I think, set demons loose, then went out with adventurers and killed them again. So at that point, I had nothing to, to do anymore. However, New Fortress, the Bloodline Fortress I am currently playing, had a 
hilarious event okay and i have to tell everybody about this this hilarious chain of events okay so i'm playing this fortress and at some point i realize there is a ren woman corrupted hunter clinging above our entrance to the wall okay she's just clinging to the wall like what is that even 10 meters above my entrance and it's like a water entrance, right? So when I pull a lever, she she would have drowned in like a waterfall. But she's clinging to there. And and for two years, I think almost, she she kept being stuck there. And I, at some point, I just ignored it. You know, like, okay, the bird woman is doing her nest. Whatever. Um, and then suddenly, a uh, were pander appears. And I'm like, oh no, okay, damn it. It is really aware, close to my hmm? aware panda? Aware, aware panther? Panda. You know, Uh-oh. the bear. Okay. Oh yeah. dear. Yeah. Yeah. Eucalyptus munching. Wait, no, that's koalas. They're 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 scarier than you think they are. I I've been yeah, right up next to one and uh they have really big claws <laughs> and sharp teeth. Don't don't be fooled. Oh, I'm saying, yeah, I mean, they have a funny personality, but this one was a werepander. So, yeah, you know, they'll eat you. Uh, the, the, the whole cute part is completely gone. It's, it's out for blood. And it was really close to my fortress already, you know. Uh, we, we drained like the, the river. So it jumped down into the river basement, uh, basin and was about to run into my fortress and half of my, civilians were still out and i'm like oh no okay this is going to be bad i'm going to have a lot of wear pandas and my military was nowhere close to that but then suddenly suddenly our savior from above uh, the ren woman corrupted hunter suddenly jumped down and started beating the absolute living shit out of this uh wear panda (laughs) <laughs> and I was confused because, like, huh, what is happening? But I liked it, you know, because I had the time to get my military in and beat it up, and it it then died. And the 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 Ren woman corrupted hunter just went back to her clinging spot above my entrance, like nothing happened. And. I was really confused, you know, like really confused. Okay, it it we had a we had three wear beasts because some of my military had no shoes on, so they got bitten in the legs. That's the spirit. But I managed to find it very, fairly easily, so that was nice. But hot damn! And I was like, oh, okay, this is the savior of our fortress, you know. So I erected a statue in her honor in the kitchen. Um. And if you actually Google in the wiki, uh, the Dwarf Fortress official wiki, so to say, <laughs> and you go for Ren Man, right? Then there will be a hilarious text about that very thing. And there is a cute, amazingly done Photoshop of the statue that I did of Tolto uh, pointed scrapes. And that is, mwah, but it got worse. Okay, it got worse because at some point well, that's 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 your work. Uh, no, it's not. It it actually got sent oh, okay. into the chat. I don't remember. Was it was it you teched? I'm not sure if you actually did that. I'm, anyway, I got uh, sent it into the uh, into the Twitch chat, and it was hilarious. Oh, can I use that for the uh, for the uh, episode image? Please do. I can also. Sh- I'm not sure if you g- get the highest resolution of the wiki, but I can. I don't send need a high resolution for the, in touch for with the, his people for, for the, a copyright discussion. Sure, yeah. I'm sure the licensing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Tech did it. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. And but from then on, it spiraled downwards. Okay, because at some point I checked back on her. You know, our Lord and Savior, and she was gone. Sad. And then my year was over. I gave it back to Tekud, and then he played. He gave it back to me, and I check and I I do a lot of justice stuff, you know, because I I got a, a dwarf for justice, and I'm like, okay, people keep stealing my my artifacts, my stuff. Okay, this is annoying. So I get like a dwarven justice warrior. Y- yeah, exactly, and um. <laughs> Then I realized that every single corrupted hunter or corrupted whatever, you know, the intelligent undead, are all plotting for my demise. And I'm like, 
Okay, so I start straight up murdering every single of those uh, intelligent undead I can find in my tavern. Wow, so, so you went full racist on them. That's crazy. Dude, that's really yes. hardcore. And, uh, but now the, the fun thing is because Toto pointed scrapes turned up again. But I realized that Toto pointed scrapes too is a intelligent undead being. <laughs> So I did make an interview with her, and she said, yes, I am here to steal your artifacts. And that could not fly. Okay, she saved my fortress, but I could not, I could not ignore that. You are so cold. She admitted. So I told her, okay, get her into a cage. Get her into a cage. I will wall her in forever. Okay, I can't I can't kill her because she is a hero to me, but I can also let her run free because she will steal from me. So I put her into a cage and now my viewers and friendly friends keep telling me I'm in the wrong. You can see it in the chat right now. She was not a repentant soul ticket. She was not. She was evil to the core. She was a puppet. Of dark magic. I'd say throw her in the lava. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a extremely funny tidbit. And uh, yeah, it, it felt good, you know, to, to like see the whole story playing out. I actually uh, looked at her in Legends Viewer and what she did. Uh, she stole two artifacts from us, uh, returned to the tower where she was from, gave it to the necromancer, got new orders and went back to us. I did that like three times, and at the last time, I just put her into a cage and walled her in <laughs> with a gold block. By the way, I'm not that heartless, yeah. you know. I, I use my most most uh, incredible material to wall her in. She wanted precious <sighs> things. She liked treasure, so I, you know, she, she did. She, she liked treasure, but sadly, it was our treasure that she liked so much. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's just about the friends you meet along the way. Yeah, yeah, the friends you meet along the way and you fr uh, and the the people that you realize aren't your friends because they keep bashing you on your Twitch chat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the hazards of uh, hazards of the game, man. Hazards of the game. This segment is brought to you by Klinodev, creator of Imsalmat Udo Zaroth, Race Bends the Man of Magic, a Limonite Crown. All crafts dwarfship is of the highest quality. It is encrusted with round limonite cabochons and round shale cabochons. This object menaces with spikes of shale. On the item is an image of black bears in horse leather. I want to give a bit of a postmortem on uh, Pick Hour, my fortress that I had been running since I guess July, since since the summer. This was absolutely the most successful fortress that I have uh, had the pleasure to, to run. And it, I think that it ran for something like 12, 14 game years. So it was, it was quite nice. It ended up being uh, collapsing under its own weight because of poor fortress organization. Everything was sprawled out. I had too much stuff and, uh, and I suffered a lot of frame death. I, I did manage to uh, mitigate that somewhat. But it was it was time for the this fortress to to be retired, so I did so. But before I retired it, I did do some experiments. You know, that was the the fortress that I learned how to make multi level walls with, and I built that the that great pyramid of Pick Hour, and so that was really neat. I also though successfully built uh, water wheels, and I hooked a p water pump up to water wheels, and flooded lots of area. So this was whenever I knew that I was going to be retiring it. And I was just doing a little bit of experimentation, but I was very happy that I successfully created a water wheel. And now I feel a little bit more accomplished because I have the ability to power things. So I may be looking towards minecarts. Hmm, perhaps okay. in my new How interesting. In my next fortress. So you used minecarts and it worked. No, no. I used water, oh, water wheels, wheels, and the water wheels worked to 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 power a oh. pump. But in order to use minecarts, uh, I think that uh, 
No, I don't guess you do have to use powering for minecarts, do you? I know that no. uh, the the Krug Smash had a had a experimental fortress where he did that, and uh, uh, Nate from Down Under had the Minecraft or sorry the wow I keep doing that the minecart shotgun if you recall that yep I remember the yes. minecart yeah, water well. shotgun yes yes quite yeah. fondly so both of those had powered rollers to uh to zoom the the mines minecarts along but that's that's quite a bit in the future but I was very happy to have gotten uh water power running that's good yeah so peck hour is is now retired. I did find something interesting though. I found that whenever I retired it, the fortress went to ruin. It had almost 200 dwarves in it, but it did not say that your dwarves are carrying on beyond your cares, which is typically what happens whenever I retire a fortress. No, it says that it's been abandoned to ruin. So I went and unretired the fortress just to see what was there, and there was nobody there. Interesting. Wonder you have to check legends huh. and see where everybody went and why. That's a good idea. I'll have to do that. Uh, maybe I'll copy a save to do that because I've already started up another fortress in that world. That's a good idea. Okay. Well, I had planned on doing a Q and A section here this episode, but we are actually running a little bit longer, so maybe we should uh, wrap up. Uh, here. Does that sound good, guys? Cover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Works for me. If you have sent in a question, a comment, and we weren't able to get to it today, uh, we will do that uh, next time. And if you would like to send us an email or send us a comment, you can either comment on the uh, at dfroundtable.com on the episode that we are running right now, or you can send us an email at urist at dfroundtable.com. That's U R I S T at dfroundtable.com and we'll be happy to to chat about whatever it is that you tell us all right okay well so welcome back to to the beginning of season four guys we are back it it is good to be back yep thanks to everyone who wrote in to nbc and bbc to request that the show be continued (laughs) for another season we appreciate your support very much we got a slight upper in our, uh, you know, payment. It's like two hours. Uh, we, we get two bucks per hour now. Can almost finance my living now. Pretty good. Very nice. It's pretty good. Bag of chips. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They're paying you a lot more than they're paying me. It's the way it always works, <laughs> I need to my talk friend. To my agent. It's the way it always works, and he gets free healthcare with his too. So how about that? Yeah, exactly. It's very nice. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And until next time, uh, happy fortressing. Indeed. See ya. See you guys. This has been the Dwarf Fortress Roundtable Podcast. You can find all our past episodes at dfroundtable.com. Stop by and leave a message or suggestion in the comments section for this episode. While you're there, you can subscribe to Dwarf Fortress Roundtable or find us in the podcast service of your choice. You can find video content on our YouTube channel, and you can send us an email at urist at dfroundtable.com. That's U-R-I-S-T at dfroundtable.com. Please consider donating to the creators of Dwarf Fortress at bay12games.com. If you'd like to help support this podcast, you can find us at patreon.com slash dfroundtable. This is a conversational podcast. All craft swordship is of the highest quality.